Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast for all things random and sweet, including spirituality, manifestation, mindset growth, and a sprinkle of my random life updates and recommendations. My name is Dana, and this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about spirituality and mindset, particularly at the starting few years of your spiritual journey. Hi friends, welcome to episode 9 of Uncovering the Subconscious. I'm so excited to have you all back again um, to start off a bit of a week overview. A uh, few things happened this week, can't even remember now. Uh, this weekend, it was Anzac Day this weekend, so there was a long weekend and I stayed at we used my great state voucher and stayed at a hotel with a friend, which was really fun. Went out the night and really good time. And then we came back. We were eating breakfast the next morning and there's all these police like at the front of the hotel. And we're like, oh, what's going on? And turns out someone had been murdered the night before. Um, and it was, I think, I think it was gang related. And the people that did it we're staying at our hotel so that's so exciting we got to share a hotel with a murderer that's what you want to do any day um so yeah that's my little bit of gossip this week of exciting and exciting is a bit of an overdone word but yeah of exciting things that have happened um apart from that i think that's all for my week overview i've just been working all week and preparing things for my business now to get into the episode so this week's episode is all about living in the present moment so how to keep yourself living in that moment and stop yourself from going into the past or sometimes even into the future so there is a few things that I'm going to focus on today on just to get you more under to help you understand more about how to live in the present moment so that you can kind of put it into your day-to-day life. So the topics I am going to cover today is I'm going to talk about the importance of living in the present moment, why it can be conceived as hard to live in the present moment, and why it is hard to live in the past. I'm also going to talk about forgiveness and letting go of the past, the importance of gratitude in living in the present moment, importance of mindfulness, uh, law of attraction and how that relates to living in the moment, but how it also contradicts a little bit because it's about planning for the future. So it's how to utilize law of attraction without getting stuck in the past or the future. I'm going to talk about the dangers of social media and why social media can make it really hard to live in the present. And then I'm going to give a few tips for living in the moment. So the first part today is the importance of living in the present moment. So why you should, why this is an important topic for you to actually listen to and learn about. So it is very vital that we live in the present moment in our life and being in this moment of here and now means that we are more aware and more mindful of what is happening in the present. It stops us from being distracted by things of the past or worries about the future and instead we get centered in the here and now. All all of our attention should be focused on the present moment because when you get stuck in worrying about this uh, past or this future, you spend your days in low vibration because you're so concerned, you're you're in feelings of worry and stress or frustration or anything that the past or the future may bring up. 
issue is, is we do live in the 21st century and this century, it is really hard. It, it is not easy to live in the present moment. Like we have all these things like social media. Uh, we have a lot of things, a lot of focus Like the news can often focus on the past as well. And there's just everything everywhere we see can be focused on the past or focused on the future. And our lives are now so well documented that it's so, so easy to get lost in the past. So a century or so ago, God, I don't know when phones and that were invented, but before we had phones, before we had these memories that we could easily get lost in, that you could access a specific day at a specific time. And like, it's just, it's just so easy to, for you to go, even you have your memories popping up every day and that's taking you back to the past and then you're not really focused and then you're stuck in this past of um, this one really great trip you did and it becomes your whole life, it becomes your whole meaning that you actually forget about what's happening right now. Or say an ex, you see an old photo of an ex and you start to think of how great the relationship was then and like how happy you looked and you focused all on this uh, greatness that you're now missing. So you get stuck in this past either really great feeling or past really negative feeling. But the problem is when you'll get stuck in that feeling, you're thinking at the past. You're not thinking about how you're experiencing this feeling now. And to be 100% straight, with the past memories, sometimes it gets a little bit manipulated in your mind and you'll actually remember it to be a lot better than it was. You don't remember the days when you were feeling a bit down in that relationship or in that travel experience where you weren't actually feeling the greatest. You only focus on all the best core memories. So you get so focused on this past memory that all you want to be is be all you want to do is be in the past and you're missing what is happening in front of you right now and all the amazing memories that you're going to form right now. So living in the present moment is the key to staying healthy and happy. It will help you fight anxiety. It will help you cut down on your worrying. Uh, It helps keep you grounded and it connects you to yourself. And it also connects you to everything that's around you. Staying in the present moment, it helps with your mindfulness and it can also help you deal with pain a lot more effectively. Uh, It can reduce your stress. It can decrease its impact on our health. Uh, And it improves our ability to cope with negative emotions like fear and anger. So when we're trying to live in the past or in the future and we're ignoring these emotions in the moment, it seems a lot easier to do that in the moment. But you're ignoring these emotions and you're not facing what is actually coming up for you. So say that you're actually stressing out about something of the future, something you're still waiting to find out. And this stress is just kind of become all consuming and it's all you can think about. So this is a really good tip that I got from my therapist the other day and I've been using it almost every day. So a good way to get back into the present moment is to let the worry go for the future. So say you're waiting to hear, you're waiting to hear if you got accepted for a house and you're stressing out, you don't know when you're going to hear back and you're so focused on this future event that you're not living in the moment. So something that you can do to take the emotion out of that so you stop focusing on the future is to do, it's a three-step process. So the first thing you do is write down what is the worst case scenario. So what is the very, very worst thing that can happen? Say you don't get the, you don't get accepted for the house. Okay, now what is the best case scenario? What is the very, very best case scenario? So say the best, very best case scenario is you get the house and you get a bit of money chipped off of it. Uh, so you actually get it at a cheaper rate. Now, what is the most likely scenario? So then the most likely scenario is that you 
get accepted for the house but they might want a little bit more money or you get accepted for the house but they they just can't do the moving date straight away so that it's just what is most likely to happen because sometimes when we focus again on the worst case best case scenario um, we forget to actually live in the moment of okay this is the most likely scenario uh, it just makes it a lot more clear and often also helps you realize what is that even the worst case scenario is not that bad and you can always work things out if you if the worst case scenario happens and then once you're able to work through these emotions and stop focusing so much on that future that's when you can bring yourself back to the present moment and start living in there and start changing your vibration so you are more likely to manifest and bring in what you'd like to bring in so the next part, why is it so hard for us to live in the now? Why do we struggle so much to just live in the present moment? Uh, so it's because we're always encouraged to think about the future or dwell on the past. Like you look at the advertisements you see, uh, the reminders you get, the notifications of a calendar event that's coming up in a week, uh, messages you receive, uh, the alerts, they're all, all these advertisements in particular, there's, they're most often geared towards the past or towards the future because that is where your attention is most likely to be drawn to. So we often, as I mentioned already, we often edit out the bad parts of our experiences. So this is why it makes it so hard to live in the now because we're so focused on these amazing, like spectacular past experiences because we're forgetting that there were negatives and there were things that uh, if you were to live it now, you would live it differently. Like the things that you're learning now in the present moment, but you're all you have is these shiny gold Oh, what is it? The rose-colored glasses where all you see is this amazing, amazing memory, which it's great to have this good memory, but there's most likely a lot of negative parts of that memory that you have chopped out that you didn't decide to keep in that memory. So you only see it in these rose, rose-colored glasses where everything was amazing and you wish you could be back there when you don't realize you've actually went through so much and you've done so much work and you would actually in this present moment make better memories because you're a different person and you're better than you were then. And the fact is one of the big reasons it's so hard to live in the now is there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, there's a lot of things you don't know yet and this can cause a lot of anxiety. So it's very easy for our minds to simply wander away and start thinking about an easier, better lifestyle of the past or something in the future you're going to do. So it's just, it's very easy to let our minds wander away to easier spots where we don't really, we either, we, it's the past where we already know what's happened and we have a lot of certainty there, or it's the future where you still have control. One of the very important ways to be able to remain in the present moment and uh, to not get stuck in the past is forgiveness. So forgiveness is so, so important and being able to let go of past grudges and let go of the things that are holding you back. Because when someone hurts you, it's very, very easy to hold this grudge and refuse to let go of the past. But the issue is when you do this, when you hold this grudge, you think that you're hurting them by holding this grudge. But if you've, say, cut this person from your life, you don't see them anymore, but you think holding this grudge is going to help you, then you're wrong. This grudge is actually only help holding you back. So what is the point of keeping this anger and keeping this frustration or this grudge against someone when it's not actually even hurting them? It's only preventing you from living in the present moment. So forgiveness, it can really mean different things to different people. But normally it involves a decision to let go of resentment and thoughts of revenge. 
So living in the, I, I want this person to get payback. I want this person to suffer for what they did to me. It's just, it's taking you down to a negative level. And what forgiveness does is it lessens this grip that this resentment, resentment and this anger holds on you and it helps free you from the control of the person that's harmed you in, in whatever way they've harmed you. So they have all this control by this resentment that you're keeping for them and not letting go and not, um, not letting go of this resentment is actually only letting them have more control over you. So the benefits of forgiveness is that it helps you to develop healthier relationships. It will give you improved mental health. You'll get less anxiety, stress, and hostility. It will lower your blood pressure. You'll get a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and also improved self-esteem. So when you allow these negative feelings to crowd out these positive feelings, you might find yourself being swallowed up of this bitterness in this bitterness and this sense of injustice so you get so focused on this sense of of being wronged but you're not actually doing anything to the person who's wronged you you're only doing it to yourself i think i will do an episode eventually on forgiveness i might even see if i can get someone who's uh knows a bit more knowledge that can go deeper but just for what you need to know now and for this episode is it's so important for forgiveness just to be able to move away from your role of victim and release the control that this person has over you so that you can live in the present and enjoy the present moments. And that brings us to the next part of the importance of gratitude. Uh, So gratitude is such a great way to practice living in the moment and three steps to gaining a solid gratitude practice would be to show gratitude for your environment, show gratitude for yourself, and also show gratitude for life's multiple stages that you work through. So just even remembering when you're in the moment, so in the moment that you are, just to show gratitude for the little things, like for you, your warm, comfortable bed when you sleep at night, for the support you get from your partner, from your parents that you live with, or whatever it is, just remembering to show gratitude in those moments. The practice of gratitude, it's so consistent and it's so grounding. And there was this TED talk from this man, and he describes the stop signs that we need to build in our lives in order to pause and give thanks into our hearts. So these stop signs can be mentally built into our day and it includes during meals, during showers, before sleep, when you wake up or any time that you can recognize something of value is around you. So it's just remembering to go stop, appreciate this and then go back to your day to day. Having this mind gratitude heart connection is fundamental to having a satisfying life and it's going to help you even in the most difficult circumstances just to kind of realign yourself to the present moment and it also helps because you're bringing attention to the positive which quickly engages the mind with the present moment and in that moment you can scan your environment environment and find the littlest or biggest things to be grateful for you can savor that feeling and it becomes a joyful memory that will be stored in your mind and joyfully so my challenge for you is right now pause we're going to pause for maybe about 10 seconds actually I'm going to set my timer and we're going to do 15 seconds and I want you to see how many things you can spot that's around you that you were grateful for big or small so okay I'm going to start the 15 seconds now
Okay, so think about how many things you were able to spot in that 15 seconds alone. And that just proves how many things we have to be thankful for and how often we just ignore them and we just forget where that what they're doing for us in the moment because it's so easy to get back on the past or the future, what's happening, what has happened. So this is a really good mindful practice to do whenever whenever you can remember and do 10 seconds and find or say you have to find five things you're grateful for or do a certain amount of time and just name everything that you're grateful for in that amount of time or name five things, whatever, whatever suits you more. And of course, like every podcast episode, I'm going to talk about how it relates to the law of attraction because this is a core focus on this podcast. Uh, So how does living in the moment help with law of attraction, especially when the law of attraction talks about uh, envisioning your future desires? So the law of attraction, it teaches and acknowledges the power of the present moment, but it also tells us that we create our own reality and what we focus on can become our real life experience. So in order to be able to manifest our desires and to visualize and to bring in what we want into our lives, we need to be happy where we are right now. So it is one of the key ways to bring your future desires. You need to be happy with your current desires because then you are putting yourself in the vibration of gratitude and the vibration of giving thanks to the universe and the universe goes, oh, they like that. So I'm going to give them a bit more. Uh, So true passion is found not just in making do with the lies that we had. So not just going, oh, I'll get through with it. Oh, it's fine for now. It is about feeling fully alive and anticipated for your day and so this is where it's so important that if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy then you in order to bring in your desires you need to start make taking steps so it's this idea of thinking maybe one day I'll do this maybe one day and I can give an example even so I have my job and uh, my full-time job and I work there and it was a, it's a good job and it really it really has a lot of benefits but I just wasn't feeling my passion there and I wasn't feeling connected and I just kept saying maybe one day maybe at the end of the year maybe maybe then maybe then I would always give an excuse of when it was going to happen and then I would wonder why my manifestations aren't coming to fruition so in March I decided to quit my job and I decided to move to the UK so that's coming in July and since I've made that decision, I have been bringing in so many different manifestations. I've been on such a higher vibration. The little manifestations have been running in at me, even the bigger manifestations. Like since I have aligned myself with who I'm meant to be and my passion of travel and knowing that that wasn't my passion and removing myself from that, my manifestations have started coming in. And I think when I finish my job and when I start traveling again, it's going to come even quicker because the danger is you get stuck in this idea of I'll be happy when this happens. So you you think it's okay, I just need a partner to come in my life and then I'll be happy. Or I just need to quit my job at the end of the year and then I'll be happy. And you get stuck in this future event that is going to happen, but you're not happy now. So you're not attracting that. You're not in the vibrations of that. So you're, it's not going to come to you. And to be able to believe that you're on the way to your dream life, you need to start living like you are. So you need to start living in the vibration of having that dream life. The lack of living in the present moment, it is the reason why so many people struggle with the law of attraction. So if you find you're not bringing your manifestations in, 
live in the present moment because when you're living in the present moment, not only do you see the beauty of the present moment and start to appreciate it, but you see where things aren't working and you see where you can make changes. And it can be scary to do that. It can be scary to accept where you are because it often requires confronting some frightening thoughts rather than resisting them. And I had this as well with uh, quitting my job. I was terrified. I was so worried about talking to my boss and I was so scared and it was I had to face the truth that I wasn't where I was meant to be and do you know what you get so much in your head about it sometimes and you just you, you don't even realize what it's really going to be like. I spoke to my boss and she was so supportive and she was so amazing and she's given me support the whole way. She's made me feel appreciated in the job and has also supported me in my decision that I decided to make. So it's this idea of facing these frightening emotions and realizing sometimes they're not actually as bad as you think they are. And so because of this, I've got another challenge for you, but you can just pause the podcast instead of uh, me adding the seconds in. But I want you to pause the podcast right now and actually think about what you're doing in this moment. And to do this, think of the five senses that you're using. So think about what you're tasting. Think about what you're touching. What does it feel like? What do you smell? What is... Like, what does this smell remind you of? What are you hearing? Are there multiple things? Is that one thing? What are you seeing? What is in front of you right now? So take about 30 seconds to do that. So just pause the podcast, take 30 seconds, and just realize how in the moment you can actually be, but also how much you just don't realize you never do it. Like, you don't realize what is in front of you when you're, you've become on this stream of routine of just doing things without even realizing And that is, again, that is by law of attraction. It's to be able to manifest. It's important to live in the moment and appreciate what's around you. You don't, because you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. So the next part that I want to talk about is social media and why social media really makes us struggle to stay in the present moment. So being present is so much harder for us when we have social media in our lives. We have this self-guided perception that we need to spread the moment that we are having with others. The issue with that though, is when we start sharing that moment with others, we're losing the moment for ourselves. So technology is, it's meant to be a way to connect, but it has actually also changed the definition of connection. Our devices seem to distract and dis- disconnect us from the moments, and that can be through emails, through texts. Like you can be sitting having a great moment, and then you just pop in your head, I wonder if that email's come through yet. Oh, maybe I should just check work quickly, make sure there's nothing big. And you get taken out of the moment in order to check that email or to check a text, or you'll be sitting there and you'll hear a notif- notification go off. And then you get, again, taken out of the moment and into social media world. There is just this society standard where we feel like if something huge is happening, so if we're seeing this beautiful sunset in front of us, we need to capture that. So we need to capture every elusive moment through a snapshot or through a status update or anything like that. We don't actually rely on our own memory anymore. We have to capture that moment. We have this belief in our head that we can't just leave that off of the phone even though it's never going to look as good on the phone as it does in real life. And you'll find that you just get taken away. So you'll be having like this amazing moment and then you pull your phone out to capture it, which it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's not okay, but it's also you need to remember then to get back into the moment. 
So for example, a really big example of this is if you've ever been to a concert, how many people's phones are up in the air recording that concert? And this might just be me, but every single concert I have recorded on my phone, I have never watched again. So I feel like I have to record it. I feel like for whatever reason that I need the memory on my phone. And this is each of their own person. I'd You might go back and actually watch it and it might be really beneficial for you. But also remember watching it back later is not going to be as good as actually being there. So don't get taken away from that moment of actually being there because you're so busy recording your phone on your phone. And it becomes like this race for who's going to post it first, who's going to get it out there first, or even just, I just need to show people I have a life. And I'm honestly, I'm calling myself out as much as I'm calling out anyone else because I do this too. I'm very bad for it. And it's like, just have to do a quick snapshot, show people I have a bit of a life. <laughs> it's just so easy. It's just what we is being ingrained in us now is if we do something, we have to show that we're doing it or... And again, nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with sharing your life on social media. There is something wrong when you get taken out of the present moment to do it. Like social media in itself is so, like it's so all consuming and it's, it is damaging and it is something that is important to work on is the ability to kind of put your phone away, which again, something I have to work on as well. Uh, because you just get into this constant scroll. Like, have you ever been sitting there on Instagram or TikTok and you're just scrolling and you're not actually interested anymore, but you just keep scrolling, even though there's so many other things you could be doing, but you just rather scroll and just keep scrolling because you can't find something that's actually interesting to you. And I actually saw this video on TikTok the other day and it's so funny. It it's It was getting quite into detail and I was about to swipe it and then it got to the point. And essentially it was saying we have actually lost the ability because of apps like TikTok to watch something that is past a certain duration. So if it goes over a minute, even probably less than that, we lose interest. Like TikTok has actually really damaged our ability to watch long videos and actually take in long videos. And it's so true. I just went like the video was talking about that and I was almost ready to swipe it's this yeah it's just not even being able to be in the moment on when you're on social media because you just want to keep going to the next thing keep learning the next thing but you're actually not even appreciating that moment and it's so hard because social media and technology it is such a privilege for anyone to be able to have and it is an amazing thing and being able to connect i mean my business is social media and i absolutely love being able to connect with other people that i wouldn't be able to connect with if it wasn't for social media but it's just it's just taken us out of enjoying the moment and i was listening to a do fucking mind by alexis fernandez her podcast and it's a comment she made as well which i thought was so so true and it's how For example, when we were younger uh, or when most of us were younger, when we'd used to watch TV and it would have adverts and it used to be this whole idea of um, there was, you'd have to watch a show at a certain time and then you'd have to quickly run to the bathroom while the ad was on and then you'd come back. But because we had that, we, that's all we had, we would watch all these different shows. But when like Netflix, I think Ostar was one of the first ones to come out and then Netflix and it started giving us this privilege 
to watch shows whenever we wanted to, we started being picky and we started going, nah, we'd start a show and go, nah. Whereas when we used to not have a choice, you'd watch it. It's, it's this privilege. It's this privilege that we have, but we take advantage of. And yeah, it's actually a really good podcast episode as well, if that's something you want to listen to. Um, Let me actually find out what it's called. So I can't remember the exact episode, but it was either episode number 124 or episode 126. So if there's, if you want to go listen to another podcast episode, uh, Do Fucking My by Alexis Fernandez uh, goes into it a little bit and it's very interesting. Uh, Anyway, back to social media. So it's, it's also getting this courage to put down your phone and experience life in real time because it's actually become a coping mechanism for a lot of people. And I, when I was talking on my story the other day, I had someone contact me about self-dating after I put a video up and she was like, what do you do at restaurants? Like, I'm really, like, I really want to go to take myself out for dinner. And this is something I've still got to face a little bit within myself. But I was, um, but I said, just, it's, it's about reinventing and re-seeing how you're seen because no one actually really cares about you. Um, but like people watching don't actually care that you're by yourself. And it's even, it's the exact same as going for a walk by yourself. How is that any different than going out for dinner by yourself? Um, but it's even like this idea of what do you do when you're then at dinner? And it's that coping mechanism. You go on your phone. Whenever you're alone somewhere, you grab your phone because then you look less lonely. But that's just because that is what you have programmed into yourself. So it's actually having the courage to put your phone down and leave it. Like if you're sitting there somewhere alone, put it down and leave it. If you're sitting even waiting for a friend to come, you don't need to go on your phone so it doesn't look like you've been stood up or whatever reason that you want to give. And so yeah, having that courage, putting that phone down and experiencing what's happened. People watch, see what's around you, see what's happening on the other side of the room from you. It's There's so many more things you can do than social media. And again, this is the thing because social media does have many benefits. It can really, really have the power to motivate you. And that is why I use it a lot of the time with my business. And there are so many benefits, but you just, I've said this about five times, probably 10 times already, but just don't forget to put the phone down and enjoy the moment, especially if you are with other people. There is nothing worse than someone who sits on their phone while they're with other people. And that person is now sitting there just watching you on your phone. So now that we have discussed why it's so important to live in the present moment, let's actually talk about ways that you can start to actively live in the moment, especially when you have kind of ingrained in yourself the opposite. So one of the tips I would offer is to notice your surroundings. So even if you set an alarm that goes off every few hours or maybe a calendar entry that will alert you, and just just a reminder to you to take a moment to like to sit in that present moment. So when this alarm goes off, a few things you can kind of think about. You can sit there and go, how do the walls look? What color are they? What are the patterns on the walls, the floor, the roof? How many windows or lights are there in the room? How many yellow things can I spot? Who is around me? So it's just taking in those moments to realize what is actually happening in the moment. And once you've done that, just take a deep breath and show some gratitude for that exact moment, like what you're grateful for that's in your moment. 
And if you do that just every few hours, it's really going to start to become a habit and it's going to be easier to start to live in the present more and be able to get the benefits of that. Another tip I would give is to focus on one thing at a time. Multitasking is so the, it's just the exact opposite of living in the present moment because although it can feel a lot more productive because you're getting all these jobs done within a smaller amount of time, it's actually lowering lowering the quality of what you're doing. So instead of putting 100% into one thing, you're putting 50% into two things or 25% into four things. And it's actually, you're not doing as, you're not going to give as much quality into what you're doing because of this multitasking. But also it's going to drain your energy a lot quicker. If you do more things in a shorter amount of time, it's logic, you're going to, your energy is going to drain and you're going to feel a lot more exhausted a lot quicker. And it's also proven as well that you can remember more things when you focus on one thing at a time. So this is where it's important if you're, say, studying or something that you need to remember. Do one thing at a time. As tempting as it is to put your music on, one thing at a time and you're a lot more likely to remember things. And just adding on, this is not irrelevant, but if I I did put a post up the other day about food and relationship with food and this is something I've been looking into and this is what's important as well is mindful eating and again living in the moment when you're eating and that's if you stop watching tv or you stop doing other things while you're eating you're actually a lot more likely to get a lot fuller quicker because you're focusing on your food and you're you're not your brain's not going two ways so you're the signals are getting sent to your stomach that you are full a lot quicker. So another tip I would suggest is, of course, mindful meditation. Uh, This will help you become a lot more aware. It increases your concentration on what you're doing. And if you start incorporating a daily mindful meditation into your habits, so I had a podcast episode on how you can start building up your habits into routine. So listen to that one if you haven't already. Um, But yeah, if you start building up a daily mindful meditation into your habits, you can start to understand your thoughts and feelings a lot easier, which will really help when it comes up in different moments where you're needing to face something, you're going to understand your emotions a lot quicker, which means you can push work through those negative emotions a lot quicker. Another tip I would give you is to spend time with people that make you happy. So by spending time with these people that make you happy, it will help you live in the present moment a lot more. You're not going to want to try and escape to social media or drift off to imagination land. Um, So it's going to increase your positivity as well and it's going to increase your happiness levels and it keeps you away from dwelling on past events as well. So just focus on creating new memories with these people that are making you happy. Uh, Be mindful of everything that you do is another tip and make sure that you show gratitude for that. So again, I actually already uh, spoke about this mindful eating. So another way, apart from multitasking, another thing you can do here is focus on each bite, focus on what it tastes like, how many times you're, you're biting into it, what it smells like. And again, this helps in making you fuller a lot quicker because you're being mindful in what you eat. One of my favorite things to do to be mindful is walking in the rain, more so when it's warmer weather rather than colder weather. But it is, there is something about walking in the rain to just put you in the present moment. 
Like you can enjoy that moment. You smell the rain. You feel how it feels on your skin. It's something that gives you a lot of the five senses a lot easier. Another way that you can be mindful is through exercise. Uh, So when you're exercising, start admiring how well your body is doing. Or even if your body is struggling, admire how your body is pushing through. Admire how your body is so tough and capable admire the fact that they air and be show gratitude the fact that you're you have air to breathe and even even admire the smell of sweat because the smell of sweat is an accomplishment it means you're working hard enough that you're getting you're getting results and then the final tip i'm going to give you of course after the one of the topics today is take a break from social media so social media as i've mentioned can be very harmful to staying in the moment So taking a break can be really, really beneficial. That natural habit we have to check your phone in the middle of every activity, that is what you want to break. And instead, and so a few tips that you can do to do this is put your phone where you can't access it. Uh, So if you're in the middle of something, put it where it's a lot harder for you to get to. Go lock it in your car even. If you're sitting inside, go lock it in your car. Uh, Turn it off or put flight mode on. Or even just start with, so just if you do this by starting with 15 minutes a day and start extending that as you go, so 15 minutes a day, no phone and start working that up. Okay, so that does bring us to the end of the episode. So just a bit of conclusion, just to go over what we have spoken about today. So being in the present moment or the here and now means that we're aware, we're mindful of what is happening in this very moment. So we're very often encouraged to think about the future or dwell on the past instead of actually enjoying the present moment. And it's quite often that it's easy to focus on the past because you edit out the bad experiences, which make it seem like it was more enjoyable than it actually was. Uh, So forgiveness is so, so important and forgiveness can really, really help you kind of lessen lessen the grip on the past and being focused on the past and it also takes away the control of the person who has harmed you one of the key ways in manifestation law of attraction so one of the key ways to bring in your future desires is to be happy with your current desires so it's even i haven't mentioned this yet but it's even this idea of the monday to friday of I just want it to be the weekend. I just want it to be the weekend. Oh, it's Monday. I just wish it was Tuesday. Oh, I just wish it was Friday. I just And it's it's wishing away your life and you need to find ways that you can incorporate something exciting into each day so you're not wishing away every day because the majority of people work Monday to Friday uh, or maybe slightly different days, but that's five days a week out of seven. So that's five days that you're wishing away every week. Um, anyway, this is meant to be a conclusion, not new information. So another thing is that we have this self-guided perception that we need to spend, uh, sorry, spread the moment to other people through social media, uh, whereas we forget to actually enjoy the moment when we're too busy sharing it with other people. Um, so a multitude of ways that we can live in the present. We have spoken about that and I won't go over that again because we've only just spoken about it. And that does bring us to the end of the episode. So thank you guys so much again for listening. And of course, I'm going to do my ending gratitude. So especially after we spoke about gratitude today. (laughs) Uh, So my ending gratitude today is I'm really, really grateful for my friends and the support that they give me. And 
it's it's actually been really surprising. A few of my friends that have been really, really supportive in my podcast and really I, I get videos of them watching it are people that aren't so they aren't people I would call spiritual. So it makes me even more appreciative, even though this is not just a spiritual podcast, but it makes me even more appreciative of them listening and them encouraging me. So a bit of a shout out to them. Um, I got this video the other day of my two friends, Eliza and Sam, of them listening to my podcast. And I was like, oh, stop. Like, <laughs> this is so cute. Or my friend, Sarah, like she was telling me the other day as well about how she made a decision with an issue she was having because of, and she ended up doing something. She ended up setting a boundary because she had listened to the episode. So even hearing that, like, there just gives me so much gratitude to hear that she's taking something out of it and to hear that Eliza and Sam are enjoying it as well. So if they're listening to this episode, thank you guys. And to all my other friends as well that have been really supportive with it, thank you so much. Um, anyway, so if you want to follow me on Insta, I'm at Soul Tarry Healing. Uh, there is a chance of a name change soon, but because I will be doing a revamp. Haven't haven't felt connected to a name yet. So until that, until I feel that na- till I have that name come to me, I may just stick with what I have. Um, but yeah, so Soul Tarry Healing, chuck me a follow. Uh, there's a lot of different content on there. I sometimes talk over some of the podcast content. Um, chuck in a few competitions here or there, tarot card reading. Uh, anyway, so also if you want to rate the podcast, let me know what you think. Uh, that'd be amazing. So thank you all once again. I'm really, really grateful as well for all of you who listen, especially any active listeners. Um, and please send me a DM if you want to request any episodes or you want to tell me what you think. So yeah, thank you all. And I hope your journey for the week is expansive and intuitive. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.